Welcome to Pop Rocks, where artists pop. My name is Evan Bieber, and this is a podcast for music lovers and anyone passionate about independent and emerging artists. Enjoy. The first is a Nashville-based rock project fronted by singer and guitarist Mackay Gray. I got to chat with Mackay about how the first was formed, as well as some of the singles they've released this year, including Bruce Lee, Murderabilia, and most recently, Big Shot. Just before I started the first, I lived beneath a radio tower. I heard music in my head all the time. And it got me thinking, what if someone made music the way artists paint? For as long as I can remember, music has been my entire life. One day, my right ear was cut off and sewn back on and it changed the way I heard music forever. But luckily, the music was already playing in my head because of the radio tower. And then one night in a dream, almost as if someone had whispered in my ear, you should call it the first. That's what I did. Evan, what's up? Oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you, finally. Likewise. I feel like I know you from just over the years. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, th- yo, thank you so much for all the support. Just, I mean, of, co- of course. I've really course. been there for me. Of course. I mean, I honestly, it's kind of crazy just like playing you for a few years now. I feel like it's just yeah. cool that I've like watched you blow up, really. Like, I've watched your success oh, from you afar. So <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is so awesome and well-deserved. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise with you, too. Thank and also, you. I have to say, I'm loving the blonde hair. Thank you. Thank you. I thought, you know, summer vibe, why not? <laughs> yeah, right? All right. So I want to talk about your beginnings in music. Okay. Um, and your music is obviously inspired by, like, pop punk punk yes. in general, metal. Uh, you have a lot of genres, which I think are awesome yes. in the rock world. Uh, what were some of your first experiences or memories that you remember of like loving rock music? Ever since I was a little kid, as cheesy as it sounds, I remember being like five, six years old. And uh, at, at the time, you know, what my parents were listening to or just what I heard, the heaviest stuff was like Led Zeppelin, ACDC, stuff like that. And I remember feeling like really moved by that, yep. you know? And then as I got older, uh, let's see, I I got my first guitar around 10 with a Nirvana CD Mm. and the rest is history. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, You know, but from there, it just got kind of heavier and heavier. And then somewhere along the way, I also got into indie rock. Um, I I just I kind of love all the different subgenres, alternative and indie and rock, like you said, punk and metal and emo. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like rock is so I mean, everything is so different within it. And yeah. everything is so good. Like, I feel like it connects really with all is. kind of sorts of rock music. <laughs> yeah, I went through a phase, like, growing up where each year I'd be, like, stuck on a different subgenre, mm-hmm. you know, and just go through the full the full phase of, like, the clothes and the lifestyle and oh, the, yeah. you know, whatever, the guitars and the gear and stuff. Um, and so now I feel like the first is almost like just sticking them all together sort of in a, in a melting pot. Yeah. And it, and it really sounds like that. <laughs> And what I think is really cool about your music, too, is that you're consistent in your sound. Like, you know, it's a, the you. first song, but it's every song is different. If yes. that makes sense. You know, it's like yes. every song gives you kind of like it's surprising in a new way. Like it's a do it's a new song, but you know, it's you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I just I feel like especially nowadays, 
uh, it, we're in a playlist culture where like a lot of people don't sit down and listen to albums and so I feel yeah. like well wouldn't it be cool if an album sounded like a playlist yes that's a good idea that's a really good idea <laughs> <laughs> um, and also I, I read that you moved around a lot when you were a kid. yes um, what yeah. was that experience like you know, it was kind of hard at times. Um, both my parents were in the military, so that, that uh, definitely gave us plenty of topics to write about once I got older. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but I, we moved around, and uh, and then as an adult, I moved around Florida a lot. I lived in, well, I grew up in Gainesville, and then I lived in Miami and Tampa and Orlando, um, Chicago for a little while, and yeah, I settled on Nashville about 10 years ago. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. And you like living in Nashville? You know, I do. It's... How do I say this? When I moved here 10 years ago, like big countries still kind of ran the town. Yeah. And now there's such a vibrant rock scene here. And it's like every day I hear of new rock bands like, oh, they moved to Nashville. Yeah. And I think true. it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. Oh, totally. And I want to talk about, I mean, I've listened to all of your music, like your whole discography, oh, which you put out a lot of songs and they are <laughs> great. I'm loving Thank it. You like so you are much. single after single, um, just this I'm year trying, alone. Yeah. I feel like you put out so many bangers. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, th well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I try to keep them, try to keep them rolling. Um, you know, writing them is no, there's no shortage, shortage of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Recording them is probably my favorite part of the process. Yeah. Getting them out is the difficult part because, as you know, you're you're an mm -hmm. amazing artist yourself. It's like you're done with the song, and then the process just begins. You turn it over to mixing, who turns it over to mastering, who turns it over to distribution, who turns it over to marketing, and so I'll be done with a song or the entire record, and it'll just be sitting there for <laughs> months or I mean sometimes a year or like yep. a crazy amount of time. So it's kind of funny when it's like old to us. And then it's like just just comes out to the public, which is kind of cool because then you get like a whole second cycle of like, oh, I remember what was fun about this song and <laughs> yes. what I thought people would connect yeah. to about this song, you know? <laughs> yeah, you like hear it differently, and to you, it's like old. Like you're like, yeah, right, this is right. Like, you're like, oh, you're you're hearing this for the first time. That's finally, so funny. and it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say like, wow, I can't I can't believe like this song has only been out for a month or something, yeah. and yet it's you know six months old to us. Yeah. I'm with you though that like putting out music, re actually releasing it is not my favorite part. I mean, like, uh, like no. I have songs done that are like, they're done and they were done in like January. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it's almost September. And I'm just not putting <laughs> these out yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not ready. They're going to come out when it's when it's time and when I got all the things in, in place. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's funny. You really have to prepare yourself, too, because the song mm -hmm. that you think is like, oh, this is going to be huge could end up just going right over the public's it's, head or vice it's versa. It's honestly sad. Like, you have to prepare yeah. for the worst. Like, mentally really be like, do. if nobody cares about this i care <laughs> right right or even in the case of like uh like you know bruce lee was kind of like our biggest song yeah up until murder Abelia came out and yeah. it was like when it came out it was like twenty thousand streams a day and now it's been like a month and i guess closer to two months and now it's like you know 1500 streams a day which is still yeah. a lot but it's just the attention yeah. span is crazy I know it's crazy. It, honestly, it's so intimidating, like putting it out is. music in this climate of kind yeah. of like short-term, like singles. Like I'm yeah. like I'm, I put out my album in May, and honestly, I didn't yes. like promote it too much. And it's August, so I'm like 
do I even promote it? Like, I'm still going to, but I'm like, the, right. the people are, they have moved on. They are, they're like, oh, give world. us a new one, Evan. Yeah. Yes. They're like, if you listen to me, then like, you do not care about that album. <laughs> You've already moved on. <laughs> I mean, like, I thought okay. it was a great record, by well, the way. You, if you're listening you. to this, go, go listen to Evan's new record. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I want to talk, I want to, you just brought up Murderbilia, and this song yeah. is so good. It was crazy because you obviously put out Bruce Lee and like I knew that'd be a hit. Um, Thank and you. And then you put out Murderabilia and I was like, oh, still, still a hit. <laughs> um, can you tell me about that song? Yeah, well, I mean, where where to even begin? They they all have such crazy winding histories. Um, Murderabilia started. Well, it started with the music first in a really organic way, and then separately the lyrics came. Once I learned what Murderabilia was, and I and I was kind of disgusted by it that you know people would would buy these crime scene artifacts and that there was this whole market for it. Um, and and through that, it was kind of like the music that it, just hearing it in my head. I just kept hearing it in my head like you're supposed to get you know members of the Eagles of Death Metal on it and. I thought it was crazy. I, I sounded like an insane person saying like, I don't know, I just keep thinking I'm, I'm supposed to get, you know, Jesse Hughes and Jenny V on there. And, you know, through happenstance, I ended up getting in touch with them right before they, they reconfigured their band for tour, right before they got ready for tour, right before they left for tour. Uh, but Jenny did leave for tour, so we had to wait. She came back wow. from the UK and her and Jesse went in the studio and just knocked it out of the park. And uh, it was so cool. They totally improvised that beginning skit Wow, um, really? when when I yeah when I gave them the lyrics I had at the top just written like random clip of Jesse and Jenny talking question mark awesome <laughs> and they were like okay <laughs> yeah and they just totally made it up on the spot first take done wow. I hope you like it I love it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it was um, great and Jesse he just he just went off the rails and just he just improvised a ton of stuff and, and when it was done, you know, he had, I don't know, 12 or 13, like, different, you know, takes. Every single one was different. So it was just fun wow. kind of piecing them together. And That's really cool. Just, Are you, yeah. is it intimidating to reach out to artists to work Oh, with? absolutely. Especially yeah. ones that you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like a mix. It's like, this is how I'd feel. Like, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, I'd be nervous. I'd be like, I'd work up the courage, but then I'd be nervous for either like the no, which I'd be like, okay, I'm bummed, but that makes sense, or the yes, right. and then it's like, oh, now I have to do this. Like I have to like they're both have to work equally together. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're both so terrifying. The hardest part is waiting. Like after you've talked to them, yeah. and they've said like, okay, yeah, I'm interested, and you know, you've talked about logistics and timeframes and studios and locations and all this kind of stuff, and then and then usually the final part is, okay, well, send me the song. Yeah. And like, oh, oh my I god, was... here again. <laughs> yes, I was gonna ask that. I assumed actually that you sent the song first and then they say if they if they would like to so kind yeah kind of kind of okay. so you know it, it's in most of these cases you, you kind of get talking like like with kellen that was one of the first things was like send me the song yeah and i okay, sent him yeah. bruce and and literally his first words were yo this is dope um it was Woo. like oh thank god <laughs> Whew, okay that, yeah, that, that's like such a cool cosign also it's like yeah, i you. know right yeah seriously that that meant so much um and and yeah, with with Jenny and Jesse, it is it was kind of the opposite. Where like we had worked out all the stuff. I, I guess it just assumed it was gonna be decent. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. And then yeah, and then I sent the song, and then I didn't hear back for a couple of days. 
and I was just You're sweating just like bullets like oh my god I knew I knew it was terrible and you know all this kind of stuff so I ended up sending them another song like hey by the way if you didn't like that one uh, there's you, there's also this one that kind of sounds like um, you know you mm-hmm. and and the, and then still no response I'm like oh my god I knew it I, I you know just <laughs> be freaking out just like laying in bed just like sad, yeah looking at my phone. and then finally and finally um, they come back and they're like Okay, yeah, no, we we actually liked the first song, and you know they were obviously trying to line up like the the particulars, uh, crazy schedules, before they came back and said, yeah, yeah, we're all good to go. So it it wow. had nothing to do with the song, according to them. But um, in my <laughs> mind, it had everything to do with. It. <laughs> oh, of course, that would be my. I would be like literally just so anxious. I'd be like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, luckily up to now, I've only received one no. And, and that was, uh, they were very kind and gracious of like, we love what you're doing, just not this song. Yeah. I mean, and that, and okay. that makes sense. Cause yeah. it's like, you gotta, it has to work for both and you don't want someone it to does. do something that's like, my fear would be like, I don't want someone to do something for like sympathy. Like I want someone to like right. the song and be like, exactly. I'm pumped to promote this too. <laughs> exactly. And that particular artist, uh, I, guess i probably shouldn't say who it was they're on thriller <laughs> records but there was like it was like a party kind of party vibe track and they were going in more of like a serious alternative gotcha. kind of moody direction so i i totally understood yeah they're like this just uh, doesn't fit with the, yeah and they're like the come back with more tracks and of course i haven't <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put out like a sad one now and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll be on it um also i know that um visuals are super important for you yeah. um will there be an upcoming music video for murderabilia absolutely so it's yes. done it's gonna be dropping really soon or maybe by the time this interview drops it's already nice. out um we're just we're kind of teasing it we didn't want to give like a definitive date like in the past it's always been like the video will be out on this date mm-hmm. and i just thought it'd be fun to you know surprise yes. everybody a little bit <laughs> i love that it's smart it's like you were saying about attention span it's like Let's keep this going. Let's have the song right. out for a bit, and then you can refall in love right. with the music video. <laughs> right. And then another song, so it'll yes. be perfect. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, speaking of music videos and visuals, and you are such like a visual artist um, and Thank very you. like consistent. How important is that for you with the first to have it be very uh, visual? Great question. So when I started the band, that was part of the vision was like, we're going to, of course, and this was the late 20, you know, 10. So yeah. what now it's like standard, like, oh, of course you would do a video for every song. That's true. But at the time, uh, what, five, six years ago, you know, that wasn't the case. And so I thought like, we're going to do a video for every song, you know, even if it's kind of a minimalistic approach. And we pretty much stuck true to that. I think the only one we didn't do was simulation, which we did the augmented reality app yeah. for, which had videos in it so yep, exactly <laughs> kind of got a pass on that one yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so I, I would say it's a huge element just because like you said like with attention spans kind of dwindling it just feels like you have to pair it with you know yeah something totally. it's like the cheese with the wine yes totally and i love <laughs> visuals i've always been like such a huge music video person like okay I just, I was someone that like I would like wake up early to watch like MTV and VH1 yes. music videos all morning. Oh my so God, I'm obsessed. Yes. And but fuse as a, too. But as an artist, yes. As an artist, it's not easy. There's no. so many factors. I was like, oh, oh, this sucks. This is why people yes. don't do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more expensive than the music. 
way more expensive. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. Because I, w- I went in being like, the similar to you, like, I was like, every song needs a music video. And then in the reality of, like, the real world, it's like, oh... No, <laughs> this is, right. This is a lot. This is it's yeah. like a, it's a huge undertaking. It really is. It really is. And especially when, you know, again, we're expected to, you know, pump out a song mm-hmm. near every month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and then also like, you know, get try and get big features on them just to get some traction going. Yeah. It's like, yeah, also go ahead and do a video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, okay. like, oh, one more thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of big features, though, let's talk Bruce Lee. Yes. When that Bruce came out, Lee. that must have been so huge for you. It really was. It really was. It was funny because I felt like all this stuff had happened in the past. Like we'd had a number one song on the radio and, you know, done done the tours and all, all this kind of stuff. But when when Bruce Lee was announced, not mm-hmm. even when it came out, when it was announced, everybody went the first who? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thought it was it was either Bronnie's or Kellen's song. They didn't gotcha. realize that it was actually a first song. And yeah. I didn't mind. I thought it was hilarious that you know, they just assumed like, well, I've never heard of them, so it must be it must be one of their songs. Yeah. Um You're like, okay, I, I just I'll thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought and then it came out and everybody's like, Wait, why is their name at the top of this, <laughs> you know? I feel like it's my song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and well, it's it's the people's song, really, but yes, um, yes. Um, which is really what the song was about—just trying to bring everybody together and the fact that like we all feel alone, we all feel mm-hmm. isolated, we all have you know traumas and things like that. And I just thought like let's we need to put this into a song and bring some people together. Totally. How how is that like the other artists with collabing? How is that reaching out to? Because this is not even just one artist; this is two artists. Yeah. So you must have had like. Yeah a vision in your head for both sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Um, so Bruce was outside of my comfort zone to begin with. Like when I cut the vocals in the vocal booth, I came back into the control room. I, I started like la- It was exactly what I heard in my head, but I just started laughing because it was like, it was so out of character from the rest of our records. Yep. And um, I immediately thought like, oh my God, Kellen would sound awesome on this. And it was crazy how I got in touch with him. I well, going way back, I knew Cameron Mizell because he recorded my first like high school band. Mm-hmm. And then I also knew Brian Calzini, having no idea that Brian went on to start Sleeping with Sirens. Oh yeah. Uh, j- I, yeah, we just played lots of shows together when he was in Paddock Park. And it was like, oh my god, wait, what? <laughs> um, and then the whole connection with Callan just happened. I didn't. I didn't sleep one night, and just happened to randomly see him online. And was like, hey, you know, because I was up at an hour I wouldn't normally uh, have yeah. been up at. I, I think he might have been on, on tour or something like that. And just like, I got the song I think it'd sound great on. And yeah, kind of the rest was history. And then we had the song fully done. And everybody said like, okay, it's let's send it to mixing. I was like, I don't know. I think I want to get another artist on here. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, who, <laughs> you know? And I and I actually didn't have like the funding for all this at the time, so I ended up selling my matchless amp to wow. get Brawny on the track, which really? was totally worth it. Yes, so worth it. I mean, it was so worth it. Her on the track, it was she so really worth it. adds like s- such a good. She really, she really did. And so, so when I reached out to her, 
it was just hey you know I got this track with Kelly Quinn you know it's already written you know all you have to do is lend your vocal talents you know is that something you'd be interested in and she immediately well I say immediately but there was that waiting process of two or three days where I went, oh, God, here we go yeah. again. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, uh, and she came back, and she's like, absolutely. Send me the track. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, Bronnie's amazing. Yeah. I was she I was is. a fan of you. I was a fan of all three of you so separately. Oh, so to me, I was you. like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I was already like, wow, this is a really fun. For me, as like a listener of all three, yeah. I was like, this is fun. <laughs> this oh my like, god thank this you this feels like a super super group you know what i mean yeah like in my head you guys were in separate honestly kind of separate worlds almost like because it's totally because like, your music is is again like it's rock but like three yes. different types of rock so i was like Completely. this is a cool mesh of all three of you oh my god thank you so much yeah, yeah it was it was just so wild i mean it was just an animal of its own and it was written on halloween like oh. literally written and recorded on Halloween, the instruments you hear were all tracked on Halloween. Um, so it just, it really had like a life of its own. Yeah. yeah the spirit a, of Bruce Lee or something. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's an awesome song. And thank you um, so much. How did you feel when you started seeing? Um, I mean, you must have been like semi prepared at least because I feel like when you announced it, like you said, there was like, there was a, there was a different kind of like excitement around it. Like I saw. I was looking at there your comments was. and I was like, oh, people are <laughs> hyped for this. They were. Um, so how did that feel kind of, actually, how did that feel kind of the buildup for the release? It was kind of nerve wracking. It was kind of nerve wracking. I, I had released a lot of songs that were special to me that mm -hmm. didn't necessarily get the response that I thought they would. So I was nervous that that was going to happen again. Yeah. That, like, you know, I could pour my heart and soul and life's work into, you know, a song and it could just yeah. but but like you said as soon as it was announced i think prani announced it they announced it pretty early i, I typically we like to wait a little bit closer to yeah. to build the excitement they announced it close to a month out and it, it didn't slow the excitement at yeah. all in fact it just really got it rolling by the time it came out it was like oh my god would you please just drop the song already <laughs> um yeah you guys did good with i i i liked the early to be honest because i think it was yeah. first just announced with just the cover probably like not the sound yes. i don't think and yes. so it was slowly like then you were releasing clips and it was like, oh, yes. it's going to be fire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. It was, so it was, like you said, it was exciting watching the build up to it. And it definitely a couple of weeks beforehand realized like, oh, this is, this is going to be bigger than anything we've done. Yeah. Even if it doesn't get, you know, the radio play of Tarantino or it doesn't have yeah. X, Y, and Z. It immediately before, I think I said to someone before it was even released, it was already our biggest song. Wow. Wow. You know, I just. It, it kind of blew my mind, yeah. To be honest, yep. and it was great. It was great. I mean, both both Ronnie and Kellen did so much to promote it. Yeah, doing the video was a ton of fun. Yeah, the video is fun. Um, the video is. So oh fun. yeah, thank you. <laughs> they, Ronnie was in Portugal, so that's where she was filming from. I was like trying to figure out. I was like looking at above her, you know, like the words. Yeah. Of, like, where she was, I was like, where is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was in Portugal. Kellen was kind of all over the place because he was on and off of tour. So some of it was on tour and some of it was off. Gotcha. Um, but th shout out to Caitlin Quinn for filming some of that. Love that. And Love um, that. and then yeah, we filmed ours here in here in Nashville on on nice. the green screen, obviously. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really great song. 
cool video. So really happy for you for that. Oh, thank you so much. Um, another song I wanted to talk about because the story behind it, if you want to talk about that, yeah. the original story behind it, um, when I was reading about it, it's kind of crazy. I was looking at like a past interview about Scary Movie. Oh, um, Scary Movie. Scary Movie. Because I love that song. There's a in the house and I'm chilling in the shower. true story was based on was an experience from when you were 19 living in Miami, right? Yes. Yes. So it was pretty crazy. We, I was living in this glass house, which I know you're like, why was it all glass? I don't know. It was Miami. <laughs> Everything's got to be fancy architecture or something. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was for starters, I was going to the bathroom and still glass and, and the yeah, whole, weird. the whole backyard was, was fenced in. Yeah, I know. Right. It's like, this just gets better and better. Yeah. And I saw two guys right outside, you know, just feet out with guns, walking, or walking slash breaking into. There was a another door. The the bathroom was here. The next room over had a had a door to it, also glass. And they were breaking into that room right next to me with their guns out. And I saw them, and it was like, I mean, I I was I was in shock for sure. Especially again because I mean it's, it was a fenced-in yard. The whole the whole thing was was fenced in. I was like, what? What do I do? So you know, I just started you know yelling as loud as I could. Ah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like it was like a, like I was facing off a bear or something. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I was hoping just yeah. to like startle him, like oh somebody's here, you know. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I started running as fast as I could to the other side of the house to tell my other two roommates, and of course they heard like oh, what what the hell's going on. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's, there's there's two guys in the backyard. They have guns. And they're breaking into the house. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's two guys in the backyard with guns. Like, that's what I said. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, are you are go. you sure that you saw him? I'm like, I'm a thousand percent sure. They're like, are you high? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. It's the glass, the glass bathroom I saw through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they're like, okay. So, so my roommate called the cops. Okay, we'll be right there. Nobody shows up. So we're like, uh, okay, we're like huddled behind the kitchen counter because, again, the, gla- the house was all glass. So it's like, where were we going to go? We couldn't even go hide in the bathroom, you know? Wow. And so we're like, we wait a little bit and we're like, call them again. You know, 10, 15 minutes pass, call the cops again. You know, act like, you know, it's like, oh, oh, okay, we'll get somebody over there. Like, we hadn't just spoken. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like, wait, you know, a little bit longer. Still, nobody shows up. And so we're like, what are we going to do? I mean, I know it's Miami, but my God, more or less, eventually the sentiment we got was like, yeah, call us when they're inside the house. We're like, well, it's going to be too late. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so we just, we each grabbed some knives and slowly started exploring the house to see if anybody was there. And I I thank God they weren't. I think they got spooked and and left, but. It was your, your bear scream scared them i i get maybe <laughs> they were like the we scream from blood in my eyes you yeah know? yeah they were like we gotta go this, this guy's crazy <laughs> um well that is scary that does it feel was. like a real life scary movie well and then after i wrote scary movie i found out two things number one that scary movie was the original title of the movie scream really yes whoa Yep. And then even crazier 
was that scream was based on a true story from my hometown of Gainesville, Florida. No. That's right. There was there was a guy uh, something something the Ripper, uh, not obviously not Jack the Ripper, yeah. but um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting his name. I mean, uh, if you're watching this, you can you can Google all this. But uh, I think it was Kevin Richardson, the writer of Scream, saw the news story and said, "Oh my God, this is the most terrifying thing I could think of right now. Someone climbing through your window with a knife and you know." tearing people up like that and uh and that was the basis for screaming i had no idea either of those things when i wrote wow uh scary movie that's crazy i did feel like i knew that it was based somewhere okay. on a true story but that's crazy the connection is it kind of blew my mind i started wondering like okay what's what's going on here yeah. <laughs> what's happening into something <laughs> yeah yeah that that is scary uh but the real question is what's your favorite scary movie scary movies uh-huh what's your favorite scary movie <laughs> oh wow that's a tough one i know the pressure mm. i mean you could have multiple <laughs> can i yeah i have to say i really did enjoy the friday the 13th series yeah yeah because they're all so different yeah and they're like campy they're... and fun some of them <laughs> exactly exactly and, and then they just get more and more ridiculous yeah. you know what actually i've got an answer i'll probably say freddy versus jason Ooh, yes yeah it was just i you know i know a lot of people hated on it but no um, i loved it just the clash of the of the titans yeah i love i love you freddy know? who do you think would actually win freddy versus jason it's tough to say. I guess I would say Freddy in the sense of, you know, he, he's got the dream thing going yeah. for him. But then then again, Jason seems to be indestructible. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, and he went to outer space, so I don't know. <laughs> that he did. Yeah, he can do all. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny because, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm more of a Freddy fan. But Okay, I, I love those too. Because I'm like... To me, when Freddy vs. Jason came out, I was like, oh, there's not even a fight. Like, Freddy, obviously, right. like, he can just go in your dream. He doesn't exist. Right. Um, but, right. yeah, I mean, there was that movie was great, and I do agree that people don't like it, but whatever, it's cool. I don't, yeah, forget <laughs> them, because yeah. just the the dichotomy and sort of opposing forces. Of yes, like, that's fun. Yeah, bring I think back. so. Let's do that. Right? Let's do, like... Chucky versus Megan. Like, let's bring Right! Back, like, oh my god, that would be amazing. Battle of the Dolls or something. <laughs> that would be amazing. I remember I saw Chucky when I was about three or four, and <laughs> I, I didn't think it was scary. I, I was like, oh, that's a funny movie. Yeah, my parents oh. were like, what's wrong with this kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're putting out, like, murderabilia. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, whatever. Alright, so you just released Big Shot. Um, can yes. you tell me about how, how this song came about? Yeah, so, well, for starters, it's just a really fun, lighthearted song that, you know, it's it's definitely more on the indie side. Some people say uh, Britpop, if that's if that's the case. I love um, Britpop. It was kind of funny. I, I do, too. I do, right. too. And, and I love that it's kind of coming back, you know? Yeah. So, lyrically, a really funny situation happened where... Uh, one of my one of my best friends, we, we call her my sister, um, Alex Brown, shout out. She had brought her her boyfriend up to Nashville. This was, you know, years and years and years ago. And um, he he, could, he wasn't reading the room. And, and he was just, everybody was sitting on the couch and just like that. And he, he was just standing the whole time. And he just kept talking about 
himself and all these places he had been and uh, adventures he had been on and, and the mount the different houses his parents owned in different countries and just on and on and on and it was just like guy come on read the room man. yeah and, <laughs> okay Move on. and uh and yeah it's so so in just a fun light-hearted kind of way that's that's kind of what the the song is an ode to of just we all know those people and it doesn't make them bad people like we we've all yeah. been that person maybe yeah, at, at some point or another yeah um but just a fun light-hearted ode to that person you're like oh my god come on now just just <laughs> give it a rest which <laughs> yeah and i love that and big shot that makes so much sense exactly you know? yeah <laughs> Um, Okay, before I let you go, now, I've been really enjoying this combo. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, my gosh, of course. I'm I'm really happy to have you on. Like, it's a long time in the making. Like, I'm I'm glad. It is, and it's such an honor. I mean, I've I've loved the show. I loved it back when it was a radio show, and I'm I'm so stoked to be a part of the uh, the podcast series now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I do have a, a bunch of random questions for you. Oh, I love it. I love random things. Okay. So the first one is, I think during Pop Punk Song, you were you were doing a lot of Liberty Spikes. Oh, gosh. The Liberty so Spikes. Yeah. I got to know, what hair product were you using <laughs> for those oh, Liberty well. Spikes? You want the secrets. Okay. Okay. The, well, I first the, the real tea. Like I want to shout know. out, sh- shout out to the first lady because those Liberty spikes would pretty much take a whole day. To do. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, uh, hours and hours and hours. Uh, I'll give you the secret glue, like real glue. Like Elmer's glue. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's wild. Did yeah. Wash out. Okay. It washed out pretty good. I actually didn't didn't lose as much hair in the in that process as you would think. <laughs> um, yeah, the Elmer's glue. Now, not the kind like that we had in school or whatever. Um, there was like a clear. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's like a like clear a kind, but yeah, yeah. But it was actual glue, not not for your hair. So wow. it would it would start with the glue. Um, of course, you had to like tease the hair and then flat iron the hair and then blow dry the hair and you would do tons of glue. And then you would do hairspray, and then after the glue and the hairspray, you would put something else, like a little bit of um, a little bit of gel or mousse. But basically, when I started doing the Liberty Spikes, we went to you know the beauty supply store and walked out with like a whole bag of just. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked sick. It was really cool. But Thank I was you like, so how much. are you doing this? I when I was in. Um... I think high school. I actually wore Liberty Spikes. Did like you really? Around. But how did you spike not, yours? They were not okay. as big as yours. It would be like my hair now, okay. with Liberty Spikes. Okay. So I just did um, I did a lot of like got to be hair, freeze hairspray. That's so great. So it would just stuff. like spray and yeah. But again, it was like this or shorter. So they were like, kind of like just a few Liberty Spikes. Yours, I was okay. like, those are. Huge. They were multiple <laughs> feet. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. We measured them one time. They were like, uh, I think towards the end because my hair just kept growing. They were getting close to like two and a half feet or something like wow. that. Wow. It was. It was like a small child. <laughs> Literally. That's and I would have to watch what I would do, you know, because I'd like hit somebody and like, oh god, you just stabbed me with yeah. your hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, oh, sorry. Yeah, true. Yeah, you need and, like the full. That's a true social distance. You're like, don't come yeah, near me. And, and, <laughs> And also getting through doorways oh, it was a real challenge. Yeah, because you don't want to yeah, mess it up. Yeah, have to like tuck and then like turn and like do this weird shimmy thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Worth it though. Worth it. <laughs> it was. It was. And now now just having the braids is just a nice, I can just leave them in. Totally. And um, 
yeah they don't they don't take a whole day to, to yeah do. not yeah exactly we want it to be easy um so uh my next question is obviously you are a fan of collaborations um yes. and if you could collaborate with anyone who would it be oh my goodness. now this could be like you could do two if you want like a big dream like dream forever or you know somebody that actually like oh this could work out like i actually know them or something God, that's such a tough question. Yeah. That's such a tough question. I mean, where do you, God, where do, where do you even go? I'd say I'd love I'd love to do something with Bowling for Soup. That'd be or so Jared Reddick. Good. That would be so cool. That'd be so cool. He's he's such an awesome guy. I'm wondering what are some bands as you know I like to listen to everything and I like yes. hearing new artists um, what are some bands that you'd recommend our listeners to check out let's see some newer stuff I gotta throw out Lil Dusty G cause he's got such a cool like 90s hip hop meets Ooh. punk kind of vibe yeah so definitely yeah. check out Lil Dusty G um, I was digging Casper I kinda went through a big Casper phase um, so kind of more that same, you know, like what, whatever you would call that alternative R and B. Um, gosh, let's, let's, I should, I really should just pull up my, my Spotify. <laughs> um, you can if you want. Okay. <laughs> let, let's see. Oh, real friends. I'm kind oh, of digging real friends. I love real friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously they've, they've been around for a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, stand Atlantic, like everybody else. Um, yeah. I mean, I, what about you? Oh wow! Bring it back. To I know me. it's hard when you're on the spot. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> toss the ball back over there. No, I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be putting you on the spot. Um, what are? I've been listening to a lot of Hot Mulligan. Um, oh God, love Hot Mulligan. Me too. Yes, I love their album. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Mom Jeans lately. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Absolutely. I don't. I won't pull up my Spotify. Those Soccer Mommy, obviously. Love Soccer Mommy. Love them. Um, yeah. I. I. That's kind of the what I've been listening to lately. Yeah. Those records. Yeah. Um, and my last one, and you can pull up uh, Spotify for this if you feel like you need to, but uh, the year obviously isn't over. It's only, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, but I'm wondering what's your favorite album of the year so far? Oh my God. Wow. The pressure. That's, that is album. Hmm. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, I might have to say the new Queens of the Stone Age album. Ooh, it was really what? good. It was really I quirky. I haven't listened. I should check. It's it out. really weird. It's really weird. Um, I'll also kind of old school. I'll also throw the new Foo Fighters album out there. Mm. They got a lot of flack for it not being a rock album. Um, oh, but I thought it was kind of cool. It? It's like a. Poppy? It's like uh, like alternative indie. It's it's very moody, kind of like mm. um, if Foo Fighters were covering The Cure, maybe. Whoa! I love The Cure. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very moody. And again, I, I think a lot of fans are disappointed. They wanted like the big anthemic stuff. Yeah. Um I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I'd probably like it. All right, I'm gonna check that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would. Well, thank you so much for taking the time oh today. My God. And I'm happy Thank to you so much for meet. having me on. Such yes. an honor. Yes, of course. Everybody listening, go listen to Evan. He's yes. awesome. Thank you, thank you. Uh all right, well, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.